Welcome back to On Deck. I'm Bill. That's Lloyd. I'm pointing the wrong way because you're on a different side than I'm used to. What's going on, man? Dude, it feels like it's been forever since I've been able to talk about my little baby on camera uh, again. I, I love it. I rock it every night as I play Nino Kuni before bed. Uh, yeah, it's a good little system. No, it's been a while, man. It's It's been good. Hopefully you've been doing good as well, Bill. I have. I have. I've been playing uh, a lot of the, the Steam Deck, and uh, I'm absolutely loving this device. Every time I pick it up and put it in my hands, I think there's never been a device that is more comfortable to hold when playing video games than this. In my opinion, people can disagree with me and tell me right. all of the reasons that I'm wrong, but uh, just the, the, the layout for the buttons is just fantastic. Listen, before we jump in on the show, big thank you to all of our supporters. You guys are amazing. Thank you for supporting the show. We really do appreciate it. Uh, and uh, as a thank you to all of the people who are here first who watch the show right when it comes out sometime throughout the show i'm going to drop a couple of codes on screen that you can then grab some so a couple of free steam codes for uh some steam games and uh best of luck to everybody who's here and if you didn't see this one right away then next time you see the notification click it right away all right nice let's jump in with the um with the uh the, the comments from last episode um so first off, F15 told me told me this and I was like, "Oh man, this is awesome. I had no idea about this." And I even sent Lloyd a message about it saying, "Hey, did you know this?" And he was like, "Yeah." So first off, I want to say thanks Lloyd for telling me. Uh and secondly, uh Rogue Legacy 2, which I cannot stop playing. I absolutely love that game. It's just fantastic. And it's again, it's what's on deck this this week because I've been playing it again. But uh, there's a setting called lock 16 by 9 aspect ratio in, Le in Rogue Legacy 2, and it is defaulted to on. Uh, if you turn it off, it removes the black bars on the top and bottom of Rogue Legacy 2, which I mm -hmm. had no idea about. And I saw this 12 days ago or so, and I told Lloyd about it, and I've, I've been playing like that since, but then, mm -hmm. um, some skim milk reply ugh uh they replied i'd recommend keeping 16 by 9 on rogue legacy i was playing 16 by 10 for a little while before i realized half the rooms in the game are designed to be displayed on a single 16 by 9 screen by using the steam deck's full aspect ratio it forces every screen in the game to scroll instead of becoming being a static room so now i don't know what to do i've been playing 16 by 9 uh, the yeah. whole time, or sixteen by ten, the whole time since that since that twelve days ago that that um that that came out. What what, what are you doing, Lloyd? What, which way are you I'm going doing, on this? Yeah, I'm doing sixteen ten as well. Um, I I I don't mind the room scrolling every once in a while. It does get really annoying when you um you get like the challenge rooms where you go into like the red portal and then you fight a bunch of enemies and mm -hmm. get a chest at the end. I find those, some of them can be annoying because guys will spawn like way to the right where you can't see and then you get shot from off screen. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do here. I, I think I'm probably going to keep them at 1610 because I want all the pixels, yes. uh, even though that the, the rooms have to scroll around a little bit. And, and to be fair, like, I mean, Skim Milk, ugh, I hate that, that name. That's a terrible <laughs> name. Uh, Skim Milk here is saying... Look, there's this issue, but guess what? When I was playing, I didn't know that it was an issue until I read his his message. So I'm probably going to leave it at 1610 
just because I like you, Lloyd. I'm also like you, Lloyd. I want all of the pixels. So mm-hmm. there you go. There's your little uh, comment. A lot of people appreciated the fact that F15 had posted that because it's definitely useful information. Why it's on by default, I don't know. But another reason why you might want to have the 16 by 9 on is if you dock your your Steam Deck to a, a TV or a computer screen or something that's not going to be 16 by 10 that's going to make things weird uh so right. you definitely want to be aware that that ex- that that setting exists but um you know i i appreciate them sharing that information uh mm-hmm. still the game that i'm playing the most on my steam deck right now christopher easler sent in a, a message they said got any good online co-op multiplayer game recommendations for the deck that's not in the epic store i mostly have single player stuff in my library uh so i'm gonna say monster hunter rise it is amazing i've been playing that a little bit this week as well uh we'll talk about what we've been playing shortly lloyd do you have any recommendations other than not monster hunter because lloyd doesn't like monster hunter yeah not a fan of monster hunter but i have been playing a little bit of the Ascents. Um, I picked it up on sale on what Steam. Was the Ascents. Oh, um, oh so yeah, yeah. So that was part of like Xbox Game Pass back in the day, um, and I'd played it a little bit there. Um, but I, I saw it on Steam sale. I think I got it for like I don't know twelve dollars or something crazy. Um, so picked it up, played it, and that is a fully co-op game. If you want to play through with your friends, it's a uh, it's it's a I don't know, it's a it's a Diablo-like, uh, except with guns. Um, it's got a really cool mechanic where you can aim your gun up and down to to shoot people out of cover and upstairs and things. Uh, and that supports up to, I think, four-player uh, co-op. So that would be uh, a fun game. If you have some friends that, that own that title, uh, jumping in and, and trying to get bigger and badder loots as you make your way through the game is always a heck of a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, Diablo with guns uh, oftentimes is a lot of fun as well. So uh, definitely check out The Ascent if you're looking for a co-op game. Yeah, and speaking of games that like multiplayer games on Steam Deck, stick around because I've got some really, really interesting things to talk about uh, with with multiplayer on the Steam Deck. Uh, very cool stuff coming, or actually very cool stuff already here. All right. Yeah. Um, another game that I think is a really good co-op multiplayer style game would be Deep Rock Galactic. If you haven't played that, oh, basically you yeah. play as like these dwarves who are hired to go to a planet that's procedurally generated, um, dig up uh, whatever the MacGuffin is that you're supposed to dig up, fight uh, against like a swarm of angry bugs that are angry at you for being on their planet, and then uh, once you've collected MacGuffin, uh, transport said MacGuffin back to your ship in a uh, and you only have a certain amount of time because you you know you work for a corporation and they don't care about you. Uh, they will leave you behind if you don't get there fast enough. As long as they got the MacGuffin, um, Lloyd and I have played this uh, a bunch, and we've played it like with our little our gaming group that we play with often. That game is fantastic, and it plays really really well on the Steam Deck as well. So I, I would definitely mm-hmm. recommend that. Yeah, definitely. I, I completely forgot about that game. That is that is a really fun co-op game. I know we had a we had a blast playing last time, um, literally and figuratively uh, going through that game. So uh, yeah, that is a, another fantastic co-op game. Absolutely. All right, let's move on and talk about the games that we've actually been playing. We've both been playing Rogue Legacy 2. Uh, I don't have anything new to share there other than yeah. I'm about halfway through. Uh, I've got three bosses down. 
and I am absolutely loving the the customization. Um, I mm-hmm. something that I did not realize was that as you're playing through that game, uh, if you go to the blacksmith, you can say unequip all my stuff, and then set your stuff that you want to equip on a per class basis so that next time mm. that you play a gunslinger it remembers the gear that you like to use with a gunslinger and then oh, next time you play a paladin it, it remembers what gear you like to use so that's a, a helpful hint anything that you want to share about rogue legacy 2 because that game is just uh, amazing not really i'm about the same as you i think i've beaten four bosses i think um i'm going the the one that i'm in right now is that area where it's super dark and you have to find some lantern and i'm like wouldn't you have to find the lantern before you go in and apparently (laughs) a guy is supposed to spawn there and give you the lantern and he's not spawning for me so it's like okay do i have to beat the, the do i have to go through that whole level in the dark and then he gives it to me i'm not sure um so yeah i'm kind of I, I hit a little stuck area as well, so I'm, I've been taking a bit of a break from that. Um, but I, I did have one thing to show off that I, I really, really dig. It's not Rogue Legacy 2, but I picked this up off of Amazon. Um, a bunch of different companies make these. Uh, they're they're exactly the same, so they, they buy them off AliExpress or whatever and then repackage them. And it's this little thing right here. Um, the one that I bought off Amazon, it's called Owl Tree. Uh, what is it? Owl Tree upgraded 2022 stand dock for Valve <laughs> Steam Deck anti slip adjustable foldable stand base compatible with Steam Deck dock stand accessories. Really terrible name for it. Um, but it was stuff. like a little, it's like a little $13 plastic stand that folds down and, and clicks closed. And it's like this perfect little stand for me uh, for my bedside table because I have, I have the world's smallest bedside table. Um, so when I charge my Steam Deck, it basically takes up the whole top surface of my of my bedside table. So now I have this thing. Uh, I have it like set up against the wall, and I have my Steam Deck this way so that I can charge it and still use my my bedside table for other bedside things. Um, so this little, I don't know, twelve thirteen dollar dock. It looks like it's nineteen dollars now. So don't don't pay nineteen because I got it for a heck of a lot cheaper. And I'm in Canada as well, so it's probably about forty cents in the U.S. <laughs> and, and I pay nineteen dollars because our Buying things from from the U.S. has been uh, painful for the last little bit. But yeah, it's this great little plastic stand. I know a lot of people are using other things that they have on hand. Um, I I bought this because I didn't want to go through my storage containers to find my Wii U stand, uh, which everybody's using. So Lazy Lloyd got this for $12 to save myself going through boxes. Yeah, I'm trying yeah, to show off the the Wii U one, but it like my auto focus won't not won't play nice. Not focusing. Uh but yeah, that's that's the thing that I use. Uh although honestly, mm. I really don't use it all that much. Like mm. when I first got it, I okay, you know when I use this? I use this for one reason and one reason alone is when I'm shooting B-roll or something and I want to like I just want right. to have the Steam Deck so that I can point the camera at it and have it be vertical. That's right. the only time I really use this. Most of the time, my Steam Deck is just laying flat, but I also I don't have it on my bedside table. I usually leave it in here to charge, um, right? In in, yeah. in the in the nerd nest uh, to to charge up there. So uh, I I I don't really use that kind of thing all that much. But it reminds me, um, they said late spring for the dock for the official. Oh, yeah docking station uh they said late spring and late spring is not very far away um so only you'll be able to order it and get it in time for christmas it'll be great (laughs) well i mean 
is is this is this something that's going to be constrained as well? Like, do you think? No. Is that really I, a, a a highly sought after? I mean, I know that the Steam Deck is highly sought after. But what I'm saying is, are the electronics yeah. that are inside this thing highly sought after stuff? Yeah, I, I think there's there's a, a not insignificant portion of the user base that want to turn their Steam Deck into a Nintendo Switch. So they they want to have a dock to put it into, not realizing that the Steam the the Steam Deck dock that Valve is going to be selling isn't quite the same thing. It's not just plug it in and you're on the TV. There's different games have different settings, and you have to play around with that. But I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to want to do that. And I and I know there's third party solutions. I have a bunch of a uh, bunch of different things like uh, I got this little HDMI adapter. Uh, I have like a thousand different HDMI adapters and cables and things like mm-hmm. that. People are just going to want something that is simple. So a dock that has HDMI built in, uh, USB-Cs built in for power and whatever else. Um, I think that's going to be, uh, I don't know, a, a sought-after product. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be a one-to-one thing or even like a, a 0.8 to 1. I think it's going to be maybe 30% of the user base at the end of the day is going to own one of these guys. Yeah, but I mean, I, I'm not talking about the product itself. I'm talking about the chips that are in the product oh, that make the product okay. go like sure are those kind of things like really hard to find these days or because yeah. I, I don't think like <laughs> if i wanted to go on and buy a a USB-C dock i could easily find a USB-C dock it just wouldn't be the official sure. valve one and i don't think that those things are like hard to come by are they I don't think so, but you never know. Like uh, I was reading an article uh, or just a little news post about uh, the Genki portable dock for the Switch. Um, they haven't been able to make them for like a year. Uh, one of the components they use, the uh, USB-C hub that was inside that dock, they mm. just couldn't get the components. Okay. They ended up redesigning the whole thing to take out the two USB ports <laughs> and just have the one USB port. Um, and that's the only way that they were able to make them and produce them. So you never know. Like the one component that doesn't seem like it would be well sought after just hasn't been made in eight months because the factory in in, in Taiwan shut down or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would I would hope that they would be using things that are easily sourced. But man, you never know these days. It's uh, it's still weird with uh, with shipping delays and factories that just aren't producing the product. So you never know. Well, one thing's for sure. Now that we've talked about it, something will change, <laughs> and uh, because that's always what happens. Valve Valve will mention probably before I actually get the episode well. posted. They will mention. Hey, by the way, uh, oh, speaking of episodes, before we move on, uh, this is now going to be a weekly show. I don't think I said anything like that at the beginning of the show. Lloyd and I, I uh, we're going to start doing this uh, weekly. We tend to record Sunday mornings. There could be some Sunday mornings where we do it live. We don't know if that's, it's definitely not going to be an every weekend weekend kind of thing because we kind of appreciate mm-hmm not having to show up at a certain time. Um, But (laughs) if you do want to see some of these episodes live, let us know in the comments down below. All right. What else have you been playing, Lloyd? Um, More vampire survivors than I actually should be playing because I'm not really unlocking things anymore. I'm just playing the same thing over and over and over again. uh, Man, what a great game. Um, We've talked about it on the show before. Prior to even having Steam Decks, I'm sure we we talked about it because it's like the perfect game for it. Um, but the developer made this $3 game. I'm sure the developer and, and whoever is working with the developer, um, now because they hired a bunch of people, 
kicking themselves for only charging three dollars uh, for the first little bit um the, the, like even if they charge five dollars they, they'd be laughing all the way to the bank for it but it is like it is the perfect game to have on a mobile um, a portable device uh it's one one joystick you shoot things until you can't anymore and then you you get some money you use it for upgrades and then you play again Nothing else I can talk about uh, Vampire Survivors that hasn't been said already. It is one of my favorite titles that has been released in like the last decade. It, it is so addictive, quick pick up and play, and it is perfectly suited for the deck because um, you can get like six hours from your Steam Deck until you get to like the like near the end, <laughs> yeah. like the thirty minute mark, and everything is firing. And I find I look at the uh, wattage usage, and it's like it's up it's up at like fourteen watts, and I'm like, oh my god, this game is using fourteen watts. Uh, but then generally when you start a level, it's using like six, seven or whatever. Um, what a fantastic title. I've been playing a lot of that, Bill. Yeah, that game's amazing. Uh, when you showed it to him, or told me about it, I looked at it and I was like, he's out of his mind. And then I, <laughs> I picked it up. Man, that's fantastic. Um, uh, I've I've been playing that a little bit as well. Uh, I've also been playing Monster Hunter Rise because Capcom is going to be releasing their uh, the expansion. Uh, later on this summer, and I want to okay. be ready. I want to relearn how to play because it's been a while since I've played. That game is absolutely amazing. I got 50 hours in it on Nintendo Switch. I got 80 hours into it on the Steam Deck. It's so damn good. I love it. I love it. I love it. And, uh, hey, let me know if you're playing that game, what weapon are you guys using? I'm using the uh, the hunting horn, which is really, really fun to use. Uh, what else nice. you been playing? Um, probably the game that I've been spending the most time on the last week, I've put about uh, 12-ish hours in, I guess, uh, when I look at my save game, is Nino Kuni 2. Um, this is one of the best games to show off your Steam Deck to people. Um, it is, it runs really well at 800p. Uh, it has this amazing cel-shaded art style. Uh, it looks like a Studio Ghibli cartoon or anime, whatever you want to call them. Um... It, it it performs so well on the Steam Deck, and uh, I've been playing it a, a lot. Um, one complaint about it, it has really, really, really small text. Um, you can turn your um, your subtitle uh, font size way up, so I have it, like, maxed, so when there's subtitles, I can actually read it fine. But when you're walking through the world or getting into fights, like your characters talk to each other. And so you'll hear one of your characters go, hey, and then there's like a little <laughs> yeah. a little blob in the bottom. And I'm like, what is that saying? Before I can even try to decipher it, it's gone because it is such small font. Um, so it'll be like, hey, whoa, hey, whoa. And I, I'm like, OK, they're just going to talk to themselves. I'm not even going to look anymore because it's frustrating. Um, so despite that little tiny thing that I can't read. Everything else in the game is perfectly suited for the Steam Deck. Uh, going through the world, uh, getting into battles. Um, I, I w this is one of the games where I've customized controls because I didn't like the defaults. So now I have my my bumpers on the back uh, do things like a uh, jump. Is this one right here? My R three or R four is jump, and then uh, L four does something. I can't remember what it does. Um, mainly because jump is on the B button, which is just ridiculous. I don't know why you would do that, developers. That is the worst <laughs> jump button ever. Uh, so I put it on the back paddles, and it works really well. And I don't know. There's something awesome about playing an expansive JRPG on a portable device and uh, have it perform really well. And and like if you 
turn down some of your settings and put it at like 40 FPS, which we'll talk about a little bit because that's now out of beta, um, you can get a good, an easy four and a half, five hours of battery life out of this game, which is not what I expected because it is a modern title um, that is running on pretty much all the other modern consoles. So um, Nino Kuni 2, love the original. I think I might actually like the second one a little bit more, but I'm, I think I'm on chapter four of nine. So I still got a lot of game to play through. It's a really, really pretty game. Uh, you talked about it, so I ended up picking it up. Uh, it was on like a ridiculous sale. I don't know if it's yeah. still on sale, but it was on a really, really good sale. So I ended up picking it up really cheap with the anticipation that I will play it later. Uh, so I sure. played probably two hours of it or so, and then I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I can't play this right now. I'm playing other stuff. I'm going to have to wait. So I'm trying to practice a little bit of restraint, which is also <laughs> why the games that I'm talking about that I've been playing on deck have all been games that I've been already playing on deck. I haven't been picking up anything right. new. Um, I've been playing, uh, I played, like I said, a couple of hours in Nino Kuni 2 just based on your recommendation, and it was super cheap. I played. Divinity Original Sin 2, it's a game that I already had, and it just it's perfect for on the deck. It, it runs really well. Um, it's, right. and, and it's a, a fun Western RPG. And then I just, I just picked it up this morning because I found out that it's on sale uh, for 100% off is Bomber oh, Crew. Um, I don't know so, if I can afford that. Yeah, I know. It's, <clears throat> so it, it doesn't cost anything. You can add, I guess, my guess is what they're doing is the publisher is taking this game and saying, hey, it's free until June 2nd. So by the time you guys hear this, it'll still be on sale. Uh, so make mm-hmm. sure you go and pick it up because it doesn't cost you anything. And I think that they're hoping that you'll be like, I wonder what other games these guys have. And then maybe you'll buy sure. something. But that's uh, th- a really weird game. So you are yeah. like in a World War II era um, bomber. And uh, you like... Im- when you first start playing, you're like, oh, okay, well, I know how this game works. I'm going to shoot at the enemy targets. Well, not really. It's more of a management sim where you are managing the four people who work in your bomber. So you're like, okay, I need the gunner to be in the top gun right now because there's there's planes above us. So we, you, know, you select him. He goes up to the top gun. Oh, I need the pilot to... Uh, put down the landing wheels. So you select mm-hmm. the pilot, tell him to put down the landing wheels. Oh, the navigator has picked a new place for me to go. I have to paint that target or the pilot won't know where to go. So it's really more of like a uh, just a time management sim, but in the yeah. in the um, disguise, in disguise of like a mm-hmm. World War II uh, dogfighting kind of game. It's really interesting. Sure. It's got a... I think a lot of people will ignore it based solely on the art style alone because the art style is kind of cutesy. Um, right. But it's actually pretty enjoyable. Uh, so if you haven't picked that up, it's free. So pick it up. Uh, Bomber Crew, mm-hmm. definitely something you're going to want to check out. Yeah, it's a great game. I played it um, back at launch on the Nintendo Switch, I think. So mm-hmm. maybe a couple of years ago and had a blast with it. Um, it, it is definitely more... It's it's a time management sim, not a war sim, which which is probably good for a lot of people. They don't want to play in that world, but uh, doing time management stuff. 
it reminded me a lot of um do you remember early on in ios there was that uh that plane game where you'd have to draw the lines to have them land so it was more it's about planes but really oh, you're just drawing right lines. yes oh, what was that called i, can't I don't remember. know that I, was a really good game this game reminded me of that not that you're drawing lines or whatever but what you're doing in the game really doesn't matter because it's all about going to this going to this section, putting out a fire, going over here, repair, repairing bullet holes, going over here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did a lot of good stuff. So my guy has um he, he's ranked up. He's now he's not a he's not a private anymore. He's now whatever he is, so he can do things faster. Such a fun game. And I know there's uh there's a pile of DLC that is available, which are mainly just like uh like um cosmetics for the most part so maybe they want to push their cosmetics um but there's another game that is exactly like uh bomber crew and i'm having problems finding it right now that the developer makes uh, at the same time so oh, that's um, weird. maybe that's maybe that's more along the line space crew is what it is oh right oh yeah because when you start the game it has like a little advertisement for space crew like there's a button right. that you can put uh click and it's like find out more <laughs> yeah exactly so i think that's that's probably a little bit uh, as to why they're uh, they're giving it away, but it is a fantastic game and definitely worth picking up for zero dollars because why not add more things to your Steam library? Everybody has a thousand games in their Steam library. Why not add another one? Absolutely. All right, let's move on to the news uh, this week. Valve, they, they or Valve and I fix it. They partnered together, and sure enough, yeah. we are now able to buy replacement parts for the Steam Deck. Um, including like a fan and people have like purchased fans and put them in the steam deck and said, Oh, look, it's quieter. Uh, so before we really get to the whole idea of the parts are available, I just have a quick question for you, Lloyd. Sure. Do you think people should throw shade towards valve for shipping the steam deck with, with the, with the loud fan and then providing it to, I fix it for uh, $30. (laughs) Or do you think people should just be happy that there's a solution? Yeah, I I could understand the anger uh, that people would have. It's like you shipped a broken product. Well, no, they shipped a perfect product. And they realized that one of their components uh, didn't didn't make it up to spec, I guess. Um, So for Valve to come out and say, if you don't like it, we don't recommend it, but you are fully in your rights to take this thing apart and put your own fan in. No other company would ever do that. So you, you gotta you gotta applaud Valve for for doing that. The prices for all of their um, replacement parts are really really good. So if you break if you break a, a joystick, you can get the module for like twelve dollars or twenty dollars, whatever it was, which is ridiculous um and you can get all the components so if you want to if you want a battery if you want this you want that uh, obviously your mileage may vary um whether you can actually like take it apart yourself or if you need friends or 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 other people to do it for you um but the fact that we can actually buy pretty much every component um that breaks on this on this device is something that usually comes up uh when a device has been retired but people love it and then the community comes together to keep this device alive mm-hmm. well valve just beat us to the punch by like seven years by doing it right <laughs> up front uh which which is a really great thing for them to do yeah i'm I'm just looking through not only do they have the parts available but they also have guides available yep. to talk you step by step through the process of fixing it. So if say there's something wrong with your audio board 
Uh, it says, basically, it says there's, tw look at this. It's so cool. It says the difficulty is moderate. It has 12 steps. It's going to take you between 30 minutes and an hour. Uh, yep. <laughs> And you're going to need to have a Phillips number one screwdriver, tweezers, a Phillips number zero screw, screwdriver, and I fix it opening picks, which I'm, I think those are like little things that get to help you separate yeah, plastic from plastic. Spudgers, yeah, they call them. That's so cool. And if you so if you need to replace your uh, uh, your audio board replacement, it looks like I'm trying to see how much it costs. I'm scrolling through. I can't find the price of it. Like I found the price for their 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 audio little... board, no parts specified, so it doesn't actually look like they're available right now. That's maybe oh the parts. I clicked on the one say. thing. Yeah, I was looking at the uh, right thumbstick, and it's thirty two, not twelve. So I don't know what I was uh, thinking when I said twelve. Um, my my brain wasn't working. Um, but but even like thirty bucks for uh. Like you can't just go buy another controller for this thing because it's all part of yeah. the one device. But but you can open it up and for thirty two dollars and some 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 guitar picks and screwdrivers, you can replace it yourself. That is kind of ridiculous and uh, really great to see. Yeah, and these these guides are these are really fantastic guides. Like they're showing you every single thing that you need to see and yeah. like. The fact that Valve went through and labeled all of the stuff that's inside the Steam Deck, so that you, I I haven't opened up mine, but I've seen plenty of people tear them down, and when they open right. them up, they're like, "Holy cow, this thing's labeled. We know exactly mm -hmm. what this is, and we don't have to guess, which is just fantastic." Yeah, it's it's fantastic, and if you are like me, you feel kind of sad that you bought a sixty four gig version, not the five twelve gig version that has the nice. Uh, screen on it and maybe you don't want to put like a glass screen protector on your device that has the anti-glare stuff on it you can actually order the anti-glare screen right from iFixit it's it showing up for me yeah it's 129 dollars canadian so yeah probably 100 dollars us that's cheaper than the delta between the 64 <laughs> and the 512 so if you feel up to it, <laughs> if you feel up to it um yeah you can you can pick up the replacement screen and just replace it um okay you're looking fantastic. at it right now what what's the iFixit um estimation for how long it's going to take to replace the screen <laughs> it says moderate time required two to three hours and there's eight sections and 42 steps <sighs> so it is very much a moderate thing you basically are pulling uh like most modern devices um People design a product and they say, look at this beautiful screen. Okay, let's build everything around this screen. Mm -hmm. And it seems like that's what you're doing for, for the Steam Deck. Um, I, I've, I've done a lot of uh, screen replacements in, back in my day, uh, replacing uh, screens on like Apple and IBM laptops. Uh, it is not fun by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but it looks like this one actually isn't too, too bad. Like you're, you're lifting up the screen. Uh, you have you they have a little suction cup tool to start prying it up. You put your spudgers in. Um, so after you've disconnected all the stuff inside of it, you're you're literally suction cupping your screen up off of your Steam Deck, and then putting the other one down and hope that all of the adhesive uh, is actually going to be okay for your replacement. So this to me this is scary. Uh, I I don't know if I would want to do this personally myself. But Valve is giving you the option, and mm -hmm. I can't say any other any any other device manufacturer has really gone to this level of you want to do it, 
go for it. If you break it, sorry, it, 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 that's on you, but we're going to give you the tools to try to do it yourself. Um, I can't think of another company that does this except for Apple now, because I read an article <laughs> that you can, you can replace your phone screen, but they, they want to charge you $1,200 as a deposit because they're sending you 80 pounds worth of steel and, and, and <laughs> glass and metal uh, so that you can put your screen on this thing. It's ridiculous. Uh, th this is a much better method to do that. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I mean, <clears throat> listen, I'm not trying to be an Apple fanboy, but these things are put together really precisely. Sure. The, 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 the more modern, like I had to tell my, my, uh, uh, my stepmother this the other day, like she was asking me a question about her computer. I was like, I don't think I can fix it. Um, modern computers just like, Back in the day, I would open up the case and tear parts out and put new parts in. Now everything's mm -hmm. so small, I don't think it's within my ability anymore uh, to be able to help you with this. You need to call, you know, the the computer company. And she's like, okay, because but back in the day, I could I could I could fix anything, but these days I just can't because everything's yeah. too small. Everything's right. a toaster these days. You use everything it doesn't work anymore, and you throw it. <clears throat> Everything's a toaster. All right, let's uh, let's talk about. Speaking of hardware, um, mm -hmm. there is a hardware constraint that I ran into. Um, this pair of headphones, I love this pair of headphones. These are the Audio Technica uh, ATH M50X headphones. They are incredibly comfortable. They sound fantastic, and there's no microphone. And I wanted to use them anyway because the Steam Deck has a built-in microphone. I plugged them in, and it didn't work. And I was like, what the heck is going on here? So I ended up tweeting at Lawrence Yang, and he got back to me very quickly. Uh, I, I said, hey, is there any way to use the built-in microphone when you're using a pair of headphones? Because as soon as you plug something in, it just shuts them off. It just shuts off right. the, the built-in microphone. And I was like, that seems like a stupid design decision. Um, mm -hmm. But And, and they, they replied, Lawrence replied, he said, hey, Bill, there's a hardware constraint where you can't use the mic, the the deck mic, if the 3.5 millimeter port is in use, you can get around this by using your headphones via USB-C uh, right. hub or Bluetooth, though. And sure enough, I happen to have a little USB-C yeah. to 3.5 connector that I bought for my i for for my iPad. Um, but right. I, ha I already had this, and so I just plugged it into the USB port on my Steam Deck and plugged my headphones into it, and sure enough, everything worked perfectly exactly like you would expect. So if you want, if you have like a really good pair of headphones that don't have a microphone, don't count those out for the Steam Deck because if you just have this, this I think this is like eight bucks, and it's Apple, so I'm sure you can get it cheaper than eight bucks because this mm -hmm. is like the Apple version. Um, for eight bucks, you can use any pair of headphones, and you don't have to worry about having a microphone. And the microphone sounds really good. It's impressive how good the microphone is on the Steam Deck. That's really cool. It, it, it's weird that there's a hardware constraint, but it must be part of the same circuit. So when the the, the three and a half jack goes in, it disables the hardware microphones. Um, and and he said it's a hardware constraint, so it doesn't sound like this can be fixed with software, which is a little bit unfortunate. Um, but that was probably just an edge use case that they never even happened upon when they were planning this thing. Um, but having all these workarounds is a really great thing. You know, I think, and maybe I'm wrong about this, I think that this is something that's probably just built into most headphone jacks. 
Like most of those jacks probably just automatically do it that way. And so it doesn't make any, like I said, it's a stupid design decision, but maybe it's not a design decision. Maybe that's just the way that kind of thing works. I don't know because I'm not an engineer. Um, Right. But I love that there was, that there's an easy workaround, a cheap workaround. And now I can use my nice, expensive headphones that have a really, really good sound and no microphone. And I can still play video games with the with the Steam Deck, uh, and, and be able to talk to people without having to have like the awful mod mic because mod mic yeah. doesn't really sound all that good. I've heard people using it. Like, sure, it gets the job done, but it's not great. And I've mm-hmm. seen issues, or I, I I've had plenty of gaming headsets, and the microphones are always terrible on gaming headsets. So I I wanted to have a good pair of head uh, a good pair of headphones to use. Not just with the Steam Deck, but also with the Steam Deck. And it was just, it's very cool that you can use that as your workaround. Yeah. It, it, I, I got to say, not really talking about the workaround at, at all, but it was really cool to see Lawrence Yang's reply to you because I didn't actually see your original tweet. And I just saw a Lawrence Yang tweet come in and I'm like, wait, he's talking to Bill. That's weird. And then I followed through the thread and I'm like, yeah, that's that's really great. You ask a question, and hours later, someone that works at the company is is giving you tech support or saying it's not possible. Obviously, they're not going to do that for every question that comes in. That's not sustainable. But the fact that a, a lot of people at Valve are out there talking with the community and and just having normal conversations. Um, again, everything about the way Valve is handling this just feels weird because no other company does this um so hopefully this is the new normal though i'd love to see every company be as responsive and active with their community Uh, i just don't think a lot of corporate cultures allow them to do that yeah i I would agree with that it's it's not a fault of the people who are working at these companies it's uh, a, a a result of policies that tie their hands i'm gonna say 99 percent of the time i'm i don't work there i don't know that's just my guess uh, speaking of Lawrence Yang, he put out this tweet. Uh, well, actually, he was re- he was uh, quote tweeting Greg Coomer, who also works at uh, Valve, uh, about this useful link for games that was recently categorized as playable or verified on Steam Deck. And so, if you that's the wrong button, I got to click on this. Uh, if you click on that link, it pops up uh, the store.steampower.com. And if you if you look, basically, this is saying these are games that are for the Steam Deck and are uh, verified or playable. So you can easily go there and just kind of scroll through and see what's going on. And if you want, you can also set this to, I'm trying to see where I, do, oh, uh, on the right-hand side, you can set set it to special offers. And so you can see what games are playable and verified and on sale uh, for that that are playable and verified on Steam Deck. So, like, I just clicked on that. This is, by the way, how I found out about Bomber. What's the name of it? Bomber. Bomber Crew. Bomber Crew. Thank you. Uh, this is how I found out about Bomber Crew. Is I was just kind of scrolling through this list, and I was like, hundred percent off. That's weird. Uh, and so, <laughs> like, on the screen, I can see all these games that are either playable or verified for Steam Deck and they're on sale and it shows their little percent off. And so I was just kind of scrolling through and I saw 100% off and that's how I found that. And it also has like a little blue thumbs up if it's mostly positive response or a little uh, yellow wavy line to say "Eh, it's not so hot or 
you know, maybe a thumbs down if it's, uh, I'm, I'm not seeing any thumbs downs on here. Uh, but if I scrolled long enough, I bet you that I would find one. Uh, but like mm. just, just scrolling through this list real quick, I can see that the, uh, darkness, the darkness too, and I don't know anything about that, but that is, uh, 90% of the 5,711 reviews for this game are positive. Uh, and it's right. $6 right now. It's 80% off. If I scroll for a while, I can find another one. Healer's Quest. Uh, it says 87% of the 174 user reviews for this are positive, and it's $3. I don't know if that game's any good. I've never heard of it. Uh, but this is a good way to look through and see you know, if there's a, a good deal of something that jumps out at you. You're scrolling through this, Lloyd. Is there anything that yeah. jumps out at you? <clears throat> I, I totally missed the special offer tick right at the top of the screen. So I was just scrolling through page after page after page looking for good sales. Uh, but you just click special offers. That That is super smart. Uh, I'm glad that you mentioned that, Bill, because I would have totally not thought of that. Uh, I I'm, can't really see any games here that are really good because I haven't played a lot of them. Um, but it's really, really nice to kind of go through and see, oh, Wolfenstein New Colossus. Oh, yeah, that's right. That one is a verified because I turned on verified only and and other games that i might have in my library that i forget about or games that i've played on other platforms but maybe didn't finish Mm -hmm. um just scrolling through this is really nice um having the the special offers is really smart uh i I like that on it um i i have a couple of links that i go to every once in a while there's a fanatical has a um games that are verified uh but are also on sale on fanatical so you can actually find some really decent deals uh, there as well um, there there's going to be a bunch of sites that are going to be firing up for this because um, there's big money in um, uh, I don't know directing people to stores and taking your your three to five percent or whatever um, <laughs> so it's going to be it's going to be easy to find your your cheaper and cheaper games uh, as things go on uh, but it's nice to see so many tools already pop up yeah uh, so one of the games as I scrolled through while Lloyd was talking uh, Divinity Original Sin 2, Definitive Edition. I mentioned that that game at the top of the show. That's on sale for 60% off right now. That's a really good game. Uh, if you ha- if you like Western-style RPGs like you know Baldur's Gate and that kind of thing, uh, this is made by the same people that, made, uh, ba- that are making Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, that's $18 for that game. It's a really cool game. And nice. it is a multiplayer game. And so I want to use this moment to transition to something really quick. Uh, this is so cool. And I didn't tell Lloyd about about testing this. In fact, Lloyd and I are going to try and do B-roll that I'll put on top of this afterwards. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about SteamOS 3.2. So sure. SteamOS 3.2 is now out of beta. That means that the refresh rate uh, thing that we talked... I don't know if you've had a chance to talk about that on the show because your computer died and I did the show without yeah. you. Uh, was it a, uh, was I it can't a remember. Ago, I it doesn't it matter. It, it's amazing. It it's matter. so cool. Um, but that's now available for everybody. It says players now have the option to adjust the in-game screen refresh rate on the fly. The default is 60 Hertz. It can be limited to 60, 30 and 15, but you can now slide. I'm sorry. You can now slide it down to 40 with frame limits at 40, 20, and 10, or any integer between those two settings. This feature is great for uh, finding that perfect balance between frame rate, game quality, and battery life. Pro tip, we have found that 40 hertz tends to be a sweet spot for responsiveness, consistency, and smoothness. And of course, you can save this setting on a per-game basis. So, like, 
I know a lot of people switched over to the beta channel just for that because that is such a huge change. And same here. Like I was already on the beta channel, but as soon as this went like dropped out of the beta channel, I dropped out of the beta channel until there's something that comes to the beta channel that I'm like, Ooh, I got to try that out. In which case Mm -hmm. I'll switch over because it's so easy to do. You basically, you go into the settings, you, it's like four taps and you're in the beta channel and then four taps and you're back on the stable channel. So that refresh rate being there for everybody now is a big deal, I think. Yeah. And when you combine it with the, um, what is it per game settings? So you could have one game that is 40 and the other one that is 60. Cause I, I would run into issues when I was on beta. Um, I would start up an emulator and it wouldn't work at all or the (laughs) audio would be garbled. And I'm like, what's happening? Oh yeah. 40 frames a second. Got to put it back up to 60. But now having the ability to separate your apps, to have different settings, uh, this is just a that much better of of a tool because it's not going to immediately break everybody uh, unless you set it as your default and then you try to run an emulator and audio is all garbled. So it, it's not going to prevent that stuff, but it is definitely going to make it a lot less likely to happen. Um, but yeah, like the battery savings dropping down from 60 hertz to 40 hertz, it, not every game, um, but a lot of games, it, it, like you get more battery life just by dropping that down. Um, some games are better if you do 60 Hertz and then limit it to 30 frames a second. Uh, but it gives you more tools to play around with, which is what the steam deck has all been about. Like valve giving you options and tools and you can kind of come at the problems, however you want to come at them, um, which is great. But yeah, the refresh rate, that's been huge for me. Um, I've even played some games at 10 frames a second just to see what they were like. It was a game that didn't have a lot of action. Um, so I wouldn't do that for like a first person shooter. Um, but if you're just playing like a a management sim or a, a game that doesn't have a lot of action or turn-based, you can get even more battery life by limiting your screen to 40 and then limiting your, your refresh rate down to 10 frames a second, um, which is, yeah, ridiculous. But all another tool in your belt that you can use whenever you need to, to eke out a couple extra watts of battery power to extend your gaming sessions just a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, They also said that the team has been hard at work on the Steam Deck's fan behavior. uh, And this update has an all new operating system controlled fan curved. That means overall it's smarter, more responsive to what's happening on the inside of the deck and quieter, especially in low usage uh, uh, situations. This has been tested extensively, and we're continuing to work on improvements, so please let us know what you think. If you if you prefer the way the fan used to work, you can always switch back to the old BIOS-controlled fan behavior in the system settings. I think that's awesome. Um, I'm yeah. going to leave it. Like, look, the way I look at it is Valve knows what the hell they're doing. If they say mm-hmm. that this is the the new hotness then, or coolness, I guess, uh, then then that's the thing that I'm going to use. And I'm super happy about it. I have hearing issues, so the fan has never really been an issue for me. Yeah, It hasn't really bothered me much, uh, but I did notice like when I was downloading games and updates, the fan would kick up and I'm like, why is the fan kicking up? I'm just downloading stuff. That doesn't happen anymore. So they they're, they're working on it. Um, with it, with an OS controlled fan curve, um, they can make small tweaks a lot easier without having mm-hmm. to update the firmware or the BIOS of your of the hardware. So this is the the better way to go forward with them. But yeah, from when I first got my Steam Deck and I plugged it in and was doing my initial setup, 
and the fans are running it at max and i'm like oh my god this is going to be crazy loud and then my first update had kind of like some new fan stuff in it and it got immediately quieter i haven't really had a loud steam deck so people that had them for a month before me maybe dealt with that a lot more um it's really great to see valve spending time to uh, work on these things yeah they also said that steam os uh 3.2 also includes more internal screen resolution options for games to choose from, quick formats for micro SD cards and audio improvements. Yeah. Max speaker volume now goes even higher. I never have this thing at max. Do you ever have it at max volume, Lloyd? No. Maybe half uh, is about as high as it's ever gone when like, I've been playing. I'm looking right now. I'm grabbing my Steam Deck and volume. I don't know Let's if see. I can even show it on here. It's way down there. So, yeah, it's plenty loud. I can't, I can't imagine playing it at max, <clears throat> excuse me, at max volume. All yeah. right. So I teased this a couple times this episode. Remote play together. And, and there's going to be people in chat or chat, in uh, either in chat or in the, in the comment section, and they're going to be like, this has been a thing on Steam for ages. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. aware. Um, so, but real quick, this is the first time that I tried it. So essentially, remote. uh, Well, here I'll read what they said. This feature isn't actually part of SteamOS 3.2. It's a Steam client update, but it's still a big deal. And so it's something that we also shipped today as remote play together. The feature that allows a friend to join your game remotely, as if they're sitting on the couch next to you, is now completely functional on Steam Deck. This includes both hosting and joining remote play sessions. Try out a supported game, and they have a little link. So if you guys are watching this, there's going to be a link in the description down below that'll take you to this blog post, and then there's a link in that blog post that will take you to the supported games, and there's actually a lot of them, and I'll talk about that in a second too. Try out a supported game, and then open the quick access menu to get started. Details about this and other Steam uh, updates can be found here. All right. So this is really, really cool. Um, First off, if you load up your library and you press the X button, so I'm just going to go to my library and I press X, and then you can just page down with your D-pad. You can go down to features and you can say, just show me games that have remote play together. And it's going to limit it to just the games that have remote play together. And I just realized I'm on the wrong screen. There we go. Uh, Yeah. And so, you know, that, that game that's on sale right now, Divinity Original Sin 2, um, that game works with remote play together. So the thing that's so cool about this, that, and I'm going to Nintendoize this for a second, the 3DS <laughs> had um, Mario Kart. And if right. you wanted to play Mario Kart with somebody and they didn't own Mario Kart, you could stream your game to them like it would send like just the most important parts of the game to that other 3DS and then you guys could play together. You couldn't play the whole game, but you could play together. Right. And when the Switch came out, that's something that did not move forward. You could not do that anymore. Uh you could not share your game wirelessly to somebody. Well, Steam Remote right. Play Together you can do that again, only now it is the whole game. Now it's not going to be every single game. And that's understandable because some games are not going to work well. Uh, And some games are not going to, some games that are supported aren't going to work perfectly anyway. It's going to be kind of hit or miss. 
but I tried it yesterday a couple of times. I tried it once with one of our community members uh, just because I wanted to test it. And I said, hey, anybody around to help me test this? And we tested it real quick. And I loaded up, um, I can't, uh, oh, Speedrunners. Because uh, I wanted to make sure it was a game that okay. they didn't own. So I loaded up Speedrunners and I invited them. And sure enough, we joined. And he said, I, I was playing it on the Steam Deck. So this is going from my Steam Deck streaming to this person, and then they are controlling one of the characters on the screen. And he said there's a little bit of latency. And, and uh, so on the quick access menu, there's a button that says quality. You could set it to automatic, or you can set it to uh, fast or low or something like that. I can't remember mm-hmm. exactly what it says is. I'll probably, I'll probably have it on the screen at some point. Um, but you can choose the quality. And so I lowered the quality and I was like, how's that look? And he said, it looks fine. It doesn't look as good, but it's much more playable now. And that's streaming a game from the Steam Deck. So then I was like, do you have any games? And he's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, I don't even know what game it was. He tried it with a game. And um, I don't, I don't know what game it was, but we were both controlling the same controls at the same time. So that didn't work perfectly. (laughs) Uh, So this is a problem that I've run into on PC gaming many times where my son and I would try and sit down at my computer and play a game together. And the game can't figure out who's player one and who's player two. And we were, we were trying to figure it out. We couldn't figure it out, but that might've been that, that game's issue. Uh, And I said, oh, thanks for helping me out. That's really awesome. And we logged off. And then I was like, I'm going to try and get some B-roll. So our mega mod, our community moderator, Kodiak Moonwolf, said, I'll help you out. But he's in a hotel, and he's connected to his phone. And I was like, okay, this is going to be a disaster, (laughs) but I want to know if it works. Uh, Spoilers, did not work. Uh, It crashed every time because he he, he had a Steam Deck connected to his phone. Uh, and it was uh, like tethered and it was not a good experience. It kept crashing and we were on voice chat at the same time. Uh, but we tried it out and like the first, like when it first popped up, I, cause I tried divinity original sin, it first popped up. And he was like, Oh my God, I can't believe. It. And then, and then we lost connection to each other. So, uh, it doesn't work perfectly, but it shows like, it shows what controller you're using. So if you're on the steam deck, it'll have a little steam deck icon. If you're using a controller, it'll have a little controller icon. If you're using the steam controller, you've got that icon. It's so friggin' cool that you can do this. And now the one thing that I need steam to implement is ad hoc computer networking without having to be like connected to the internet. So if I'm in a room with somebody, and we want to play Streets of Rage 4 together, I can be like, nice. oh, you don't have that? No problem. That would be amazing. amazing. Uh, so, Lloyd, have you tried this feature? I haven't. I was actually getting super stoked for when we we're going to test it out because I had the perfect game uh, because I looked at the game settings and... Oh, what happened there? I lost my screen. My Steam Deck is freaking out. That's okay. I don't need it on the screen. Um, so I was looking through and I, I looked at DuckTales Remastered and I look at the settings and it said remote play, remote play, remote play. And I'm like, this is perfect. I didn't realize that there's another section called remote play together. It's not supported. Oh. <laughs> Dashing my hopes and dreams to play this uh, together. I don't think it's multiplayer anyway, so it was probably a bad game to even think about. Um, but I, I'm just thinking of like side-scrolling beat-em-ups. There's so many of them. Uh, I think the only one that I have uh, installed or, or or able to install is Streets of Rage 4, so maybe that would be the one to try out. Um, 
but it seems like all the Lego games support it. It seems like there's a lot of games that have that built in. Um, really, really fantastic. I, I can't wait to to check that out a little bit. Um, it would be a great way for us to play because I could probably do that through like Steam Link. So player two would be on the Steam Link connected remotely, and I'd be on the 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 deck itself, right? I would assume that would work, but maybe not. Something to something to test out. And uh, and check for next episode because that would be a great way to play multiplayer with my with my family. Um, you can even do some sort of like async multiplayer because they wouldn't be able to see your screen oh, yeah. necessarily. Yeah. Uh, so basically, all all that you do is if you load up a game that ha- that has this feature, and of the sixty two games that I have installed on my Steam Deck, when I when I filter them down uh, based on games that have that feature. Uh, wait, where is it? Players, play state, hardware, features. Here we go. Remote play together. I have 14 games on my Steam Deck that I did not know that I could do this with. And it's just, and so if you go to play one of those games and you start that game, when you hit the quick access menu, it'll have a new little icon on the quick access menu right. that wasn't there before. And you just say start session. And then you could just hit invite a friend, you type in your friend's name, and you invite them. Or, and this is really cool, they also give you just a link that you can then copy that link and send it. Hmm. And then everybody who has that link can join your game. So if you're if you're playing, I don't know if this game is available for it, but uh, what's the one where you golf, golf with friends? Yeah, golf with friends. I don't know that if that one's supported, game. but golf with friends is like... <laughs> 30 players at a time or something or you know you know what i mean so you could invite a bunch of people it it does have it yeah remote play together is sorted or is uh supported rather um so yeah that would be a great game to play and you only need one copy that's the thing you only need one copy of the game in order to play it with as many people as can play that game that's that's fantastic. I'm looking through my games. I have 96 games that support remote play together. None of them would be really fun to play, except for uh, a game that I really like. There's um, a, a gauntlet game that I picked up as part of a bundle, and it's just called Gauntlet, and it was kind of like the reboot of Gauntlet from the old arcades um, for, I think, the PlayStation 3 era. I think that's when it... Or, Maybe PS4 is when it came out. Um, but that supports remote play together. Uh, it is a game that is so much better with friends. I don't know anybody else that owns a copy. Uh, but Bill, you and me can jump right in and we could play just with the one copy that I own. What a fantastic feature and kind of ridiculous that you can do it right from your portable gaming device. Yeah, and, and so like I did it both directions, playing it where I was on the Steam Deck streaming and somebody else was streaming from a PC um, right. I was I was on the Steam Deck streaming at eight eight hundred uh, twelve eighty by eight hundred, and they were on a twenty five sixty by fourteen forty screen. They said that the game that that we were playing looked fine. It looked a little pixelated, but that's what's going to happen when you take low res stuff and blow it up. They also tried another game. I can't remember what it was, but it crashed. And they said, I think that they sent me a message later. They said, I think it only crashed because I hadn't. I had a I had a I had a box ticked that said change the resolution to the resolution right. of the person's device that I'm sending it to. And right. basically what they're saying what they think is this is a game that's it's a console port and it's not expecting you to change resolution mid game and they think that that's probably what crashed it but I can't remember. 
It totally makes sense. Yeah, this this is a great feature. I can't wait to play uh, play around with that a little bit more. Um, again, all things that you you just don't know are there, and then all of a sudden they show up, and it's like, oh, of course they're there. That makes total sense. And then you jump in, and and you're happy. Um, yeah, I I love. I love the Steam Deck for that reason, like just finding these little these little secrets that you, you think that you found like a just a this, <laughs> this hidden thing that no one else has ever stumbled into, and you feel like a genius. But of course, it's all part of the the Steam ecosystem, uh, which is great. Yeah, Steam has um, a lot of stuff built into it that nobody uses, or I'm not going to say no. Yeah. I'm not going to say nobody. Lots of people use them, but the wide, vast majority of people don't know about the features that right. Steam has. And then we, mm-hmm. you know, the Steam Deck's getting all this attention, and we're like, "Hey, this cool thing!" And they're like, "Yeah," you know, they show the astronaut meme. Always has been, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. This is the SteamOS 3.2. A really great update. The one thing I'm really excited for, other than remote play together, that's going to be a lot of fun is supporting more resolutions by default because one one thing that is frustrating to me is um playing a game noticing that i'm going to get under two hours of battery life and then i go into the resolution settings to drop down the resolution so that i can turn on fsr um and to do that it has to be running less than 720p before fsr will take over yeah there's almost no games that i've played where you can choose under um 720p uh, except for some of them where you can choose like 640 by 480 which then isn't widescreen and then it's like well why am i doing this i'd rather i'd rather just play the two hours at the normal resolution so hopefully this will allow more games to have um like i don't know maybe 20 percent less resolution but then fsr will then bring that up to where it should look and then you'll get better battery life because of that um i I, i'm really hopeful that more and more games will start supporting that in in the near future um that's my one biggest complaint about the steam deck is that it doesn't have a 1080p screen so that i can run games at 720p and then fsr them up to 1080p to save on battery life and still get a, a nice resolution uh 800p sure whatever but i can't drop the games anymore to then get fsr and and extend my battery life i'm all about battery if you haven't heard if you haven't like picked (laughs) up on that i'm all about like tweaking things as much as i can to scrape out the battery life i never play a game for five hours in one go on the steam deck you'd like to know that you can Yeah, I spend so much time making it so that I can, and then I play it for 30 minutes, and I spent three hours tweaking all the settings to play for 30 minutes and feel happy uh, that I that I was able to do that. I don't know. That's just this is showing me uh, showing me and everybody else just little bits of my psyche that I don't know if I want to. <laughs> I, 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 I'm weird. I'm weird. I guess. <laughs> well, you guys all have to let us know: Is Lloyd weird, or is is he doing the same things that you are? Uh, let us know in the comments down below. I'm also very curious, what remote play together games are you guys using with your Steam decks? Uh, is it working for you? Are you running into issues? And uh, just a reminder, this we're going to be back next week for another episode of On Deck because we've, we just have so much stuff to talk about. We've already been over an hour. Uh, we've got tons sure. of stuff to talk about, and I'm sure that we'll have more stuff to talk about next week. So... That's now going to be an every week thing. And if you want to see the shows live, let us know down below. We won't do every everyone live, but once in a while, right. we might. All right, Lloyd, you want to tell everybody goodbye? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually looking at the Fanatical link right now that's showing all the, the games that you can get for cheap. And I, I kind of want to rebuy SimCity 4 because it's, it's up for $20. I kind of want to replay that game. I'm not going to. I have too many other games to play. 
and that is the issues that we have here on the Steam Deck. So many games to play, not <laughs> enough time to play them. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how many games there are. Exactly. All right, everybody, thanks for joining us for uh, On Deck. We will talk to you here next week. Have a good one, everybody.